What's up, my freedomists? It's Natalie Sisson here, and you're listening to the Quest for Freedom podcast, where every week I aim to help you discover life-changing habits, routines, and tools that basically uncover your potential and let you live life to the full. So if that sounds good, today I want to talk to you about whether meditation is a fad or a life changer and whether it's a tool that is going to change your life. In short, did you know that our minds wander 47% of the time? So when I'm doing my meditation each morning, which I've actually managed to do every single morning for the last two weeks, which is a world record for Miss Natalie Sisson, my mind wanders a lot. And so it makes me feel good that that is, in fact, something that human minds just do. And meditation, as it stands, I do it for around 10 to 20 minutes, and I do a mix of guided meditations and just breathing body scans. has really, really helped me to make better decisions in the immediate moment. So let me explain that a little bit better. Think of the time you've been driving your car and some idiot does something really stupid in front of you and you like just grab the wheel and go, you idiot, my God, you could have killed us, blah. And you just kind of like lose the plot, even though they can't even hear you because you're in your own car and they're in front of you and they probably don't even know what they just did. And I'm not an angry driver, but I'm a very good driver. So I don't appreciate it when people tailgate or don't leave enough space in between. And in New Zealand, Drivers are particularly bad at that. I'm always leaving enough space that when you're speeding down the highway, if somebody did something stupid, I can break and not cause any damage to my life or anybody else's. But frequently, people take that space that I've given, even though it's the proper car length distance that you're supposed to give people. Not a car length, by the way. That would be really dangerous. And it really pisses me off. And sometimes I do that, you know, tensing the body, a little bit of a yell, a little bit of cursing. And by the way, I appreciate I said it's been two weeks in a row, but... I've tried and attempted meditating for the last two years on and off with varying results. So I think it's one of those things that you just have to commit to for life. Anyway, since doing more meditation, I found that I don't react in an instant. Sometimes I don't react at all. Sometimes I just take a big, deep breath in and I try and empathize with the person who just did the stupidest thing in the world and try to appreciate that maybe they're having a bad day, maybe there's lots of things on their mind, etc., So the interesting thing here is that your mind wandering and the art of meditating to bring that focus back to the present moment means that you are going to be happier because research has found, this is through um, Berkeley University when I did their Science of Happiness course, that people are substantially less happy when their minds are wandering than when they're not. As human beings, we possess a unique and powerful cognitive ability to focus our attention on something other than what is happening in the here and now. As in, we're really not that present. A person could be sitting in their office working on their computer, and yet they could be thinking about something else entirely. The vacation you had last month, the sandwich you're going to buy for lunch, or worrying that you're losing your hair. And this ability to focus our attention on something other than the present is really quite amazing. It allows us to learn and plan and reason in ways that no other species of animal can, and yet it's not actually clear what the relationship is between our use of this ability and our happiness. So you've probably heard people suggest that you should stay focused on the present, be here now, and maybe to be happy we need to stay completely immersed and focused on our experiences in the moment. This is good advice, 
and that mind wandering is a bad thing. But on the other hand, I just want you to know that when our minds wander, they're unconstrained. So I think that's kind of a cool thing. Sometimes your mind will take you off to a happier place than the reality that you're leaving behind. So some instances of mind wandering will help you with your happiness. It's when the mind wandering takes you off to negative thoughts about why you're not good enough, why that thing that you just completed isn't going to be any good, why somebody may find out that you're not the person that they think you think you are. It's when the mind wandering goes into the negative critical thinking and without you sometimes even consciously knowing. So in your subconscious, you're feeding all that crap. That's when it's not useful, which is where meditation and mindfulness come in so handy. So in my mind, ah, there's too many uses of the word mind here. In my mind, mindfulness is being in the present moment and being aware of that. An example of that is I just took some time out from this book publishing business that I'm working on with some friends and I went and stood in the chicken pen and finally merged our four chickens with these four younger chickens and watched the little bit of pecking order thing going on and let them out of their sort of divided pen that they've been in and I had my phone with me I took a photo and then I put it away and I just sat down kind of on the grass and just observed and watched right there in the moment and it was beautiful it was my little moment with nature it was my moment with the chickens um, it was my moment to just observe how they were behaving and also to keep an eye on the little ones so they didn't get pecked alive and it was beautiful my mind didn't wander it didn't rush off to things that i needed to do or places i needed to be it just gave me space and i focused on the smell of the air and something a little bit of the chicken poo as well I focused on the wind that was blowing in my hair. I focused on the super, super green grass and actually also the weeds that were growing up around it. I focused on the color of the chicken feathers and their beaks and their eyes and what they were focusing on. And I just took in the whole scene in that moment. That, in short, is mindfulness. It's being present in the moment. And there are countless studies, countless of how impressive mindfulness is and being in the moment. And I do think it's a real work in progress, but the people that it benefits most are you and me. And why I say you and me, because even though I can't see who the heck you are and I know you're listening in, is that if you're listening to this podcast on the go and you've taken it with you, you're probably the kind of person who needs to just create some space in your life. And you can do that through breathing and coming back to focus on the present moment. Some of my dearest friends are the people who need mindfulness and meditation most. They have brains that they can never quiet. They have terrible sleeps at night. They get stressed often. They're constantly on the go. They feel like they don't have any space. And if they would only attempt to give themselves the benefit of practicing for two to five minutes a day to one, take deep belly breaths, so 20 deep belly breaths, or to just sit in space and attempt to focus on the present. Just shut their eyes and just be still and listen and not let their mind go off to a bazillion different things. They would be in so much of a better place. They would be happier, healthier, calmer, less stressed, um, more empathetic, more loving, more generous, more kind, more engaged, more present. 
So those are just some of the things off the top of my head that I know I felt and that the studies do talk about, but they were totally off the top of my head. There's probably a bazillion more. So with that in mind, I wanted to offer you up a couple of tools that I'm really enjoying using. These are both on my phone. So you've probably heard of Headspace. It is an app. It's free and then there's a paid version. And it's this wonderful British guy called Andy who lulls you into this wonderful meditative like trance-like state just by talking you through a guided meditation for complete beginners through to more experienced. So it's wonderful because you'll be listening to his voice and he'll be talking to you and then he'll go quiet for a little. And about that time, your mind will start to wander off, especially when you're a beginner. And uh, then suddenly, maybe 40 seconds later, which feels like an eternity when your mind's wandering off, he'll say, and if you catch yourself thinking about something else, I'd just like you to bring it back and focus on the present. Shall I try that in a better British accent? And if you find yourself going off thinking about something else, I'd just like you to bring it back to the present right now. He's a bit of a cockney, but not quite that bad. And it's amazing. It's like, oh my God, Andy, we're just speaking to me. And he does this because he knows through years and years and years of research and doing it himself that our focus and attention span is minuscule compared to what we could actually practice with our brain. So if you're not the kind of person who can sit down and breathe and try and call your own attention back to the present moment, then guided meditations are brilliant. And Headspace is one of those perfect tools. The other one that I really like is called Insights Timer. It also offers guided meditations and it also has this timer toggle button on it, which you can set to just have a bell go off after five minutes, for example. Let's say you've got 12 minutes this morning. You set it for 12 minutes and after that time, the chime will go off or the gong or whichever tune or instrument you choose. So what I like is that on days when I'm feeling like, yeah, I got this, I'm going to breathe and I'm just going to have some meditative sounds in the background, or I'm going to have silence and this lovely chime go off when the time is up. And then there's other days when I'm like, oh, my mind is like woken up and I've things are already crazy cranking, and so I need somebody to guide me. And there's beautiful poets on there. There's some absolutely amazing spiritual leaders. And then there's just people who practice meditation and put up their own meditation for you to learn from. It is free, there is a massive library, and the other lovely thing about it is there's people who are meditating online at the same time as you, and you can thank them for meditating with you. You don't have to friend them and chat and do all this stuff. You can literally just see who's in the area and it will say, Richard's meditating, Joanna's meditating, Philip meditated three minutes ago, Polly meditated ten minutes ago, and you can you can thank them if you really wish. That's part of a community thing. So Headspace and Insights Timer. I'll link to them in the show notes, which you can find across at nataliesisson.com forward slash 41 or in the show notes right here on the Bad Boy Listener playing app that you're listening to this in. Just hopefully be able to click them. And a final tool that I'd like to offer up to you is a free five days to mindfulness program by the lovely Elise Bailu, who is a doctor, a mindfulness expert, and the founder of Mindful in May. In fact, I just walked in the airport the other day and saw her new book out, which is all about mindfulness. Just so happens that right about this time of the year, so if you're listening to this in early April, uh, you'll still be able to catch this. You can go and access this free five days to mindfulness program, which starts on April 9th. If you're listening to this after that, still come across this link because I think um, there'll be resources and things there for you. So head to nataliesisson.com forward slash mindfulness. And that's M-I-N-D-F-U-L-N-E-S-S. Just because some people spell it with a double L. 
And what you get from this is daily encouragement emails for five days and some guided meditations, which is always good. It's also going to be two live guided meditations with Elise and a mindfulness expert, an interview with a world-leading neuroscientist, and access to an online community. So I personally am going to do this just like I did Adrienne's 30-day challenge at the beginning of the year, which was fantastic. It was also free. So head across to nataliesisson.com forward slash mindfulness and you can check that out and I will see you there. And if you've not tried mindfulness before, I mentioned some of the benefits earlier, but some that Elise has told me about specifically are that it can reduce your stress and the negative impact on your body that stress causes. It can improve your focus and performance. It can increase your sense of purpose and meaning. And most importantly, it can tame the brain toddler, which is that, oh, what's that? Oh, oh, gosh, oh, there's all these things happening. So I, I hope to see you there. And I really hope if you are like me and you do have an active brain and you do have a lot of things that you like to think about and you do sometimes react to things and you wonder why you've done that later, like, oh, why did that person push my buttons? Or why did I react in that way that was a little snappy? Or why, did, why was I so quick to jump on that rather than taking a breath and taking a moment and then reacting or making a call then more than mindfulness and meditation can be just what you need so i hope that you've found this useful i would love to know your comments i would love for you to share your mindfulness practice and i really just want to know how you are being more present in the very moment how are you appreciating life right now i'll have some further tips in future episodes uh, but I just love this stuff. It always seems so simple, doesn't it? Take a breath, be present, appreciate your surroundings. But it's a lot harder than you think sometimes to just stop and smell the roses. Actually, I love stopping and smelling the roses. That's not hard for me at all. But sometimes just being and not picking up a phone or a device or busying myself is a lot harder than it should be. And that's partly why, if you're also listening to this in early April, I just had my birthday and one of my gifts to myself was not only to look after my health and fitness in a big way and become in the fittest, strongest, sexiest shape of my life, it was also to head off social media for a full week so that I don't have to look at anything, be part of anything, play the comparison game, feel my duty is to be on there commenting and looking at notifications and responding. I just wanted a break from it and within that I want to give way to more mindfulness and meditation. So. I won't be on social media for a little bit. My team will be managing some of that and I'm quite looking forward to the break and I will let you know after this week how that experiment went. Thanks so much for listening in. You've been listening to The Quest for Freedom with Natalie Sisson. Have an amazing week.